Welcome everybody to the IWO podcast, available on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. My name is Reese, and I'm joined today by Shorty D. I don't appreciate this. No, it's not very nice. I don't think. Why? Because because it's just not, is it? Shorty D. It said in plain writing on on the list that you made. Note, James wins anyway. No, uh, anyway, no, you lost and then stole my list and wrote that you won. No, I didn't do that. You did. No, no. How could I do that? It's your list. You stole it as a thief and a bad loser because you are shorty D. <laughs> are you going to cry? Yeah. Like a shorty D. No, I'm not a shorty D. I will gain my retribution because around the corner is NXT TakeOver War. War Games! War Games! And and Survivor Series. And you will perish. Okay, shorty D. But, you know, this week's been weird because we had Raw, then we had a pay-per-view, then we had Smackdown. Smackdown. Well, Smack XT. As I like to call mm. it now, Smack uh, Smack XT Live Nature, not in name, not in name. Monday Night Smack NXT Live, not in nature, but well, in that's name. Survivor Series. Oh, okay. <laughs> Monday Night Smack NXT Live in name, not in nature series. Yes, only on the WWE Network for nine ninety nine. Yes. Stay tuned. Presented for more great by names. Horizon and Progress and Snickers. I don't think it's Horizon this time. Or Cricket. We'd like to thank Saudi Arabia. No, 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 no. We've passed that now. We have. We will briefly touch on such a subject. Well, we have to because we have to talk about Raw. Yes. So, Which is the go-home show for Kryun Jul. Is that how you pronounce it? Oh, yes, it is. Yeah, we have to pronounce it from now on on this yeah. podcast. Yeah. Crown Jules. I think you pronounce it differently twice there. No, no, we I We have don't one know. last clarification. Yes, yes. Crown Jules. Crown Jules. Yes, there okay. we go. So we'll get into all things Crown Jules in a little bit. Uh, let's start with Monday Night Raw. Oh. Well, we have the introductions of the Kabuki Warriors. Yeah. Well, well, first Paige. of all, Paige to open the show. Yeah, uh, and she is kind of promo with the Kabuki Warriors, saying that how proud she is of their success, and she's involved in it very minorly, but now she's back. Yes. And she gets interrupted by Asuka, who speaks some Japanese, and James will tell you what it was now, because uh, he's been well, learning no, Japanese. No, 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 I, I don't know what she said. It's probably gibberish anyway. Oh. And the last time... You you told me to do this. Uh, we found out that Kyrie actually just said "fuck you." Yeah, yeah in she Japanese. Did, she did. So this is an explicit podcast for those that are wondering why we're saying such words. Anyway, Kyrie Sane starts speaking Japanese, and James, what did she say? I don't know. I don't know what oh. she says. Probably some bad words. Uh, <laughs> uh, she was very angry. Yeah. Well, what do you think of Kyrie Sane's new attire? Like you no know, appearance. It's nice. Your heelish uh, demeanour. Anyway, whilst Kyrie Sane is distracting Paige with her Japanese, she turns around and asks her green mists her in oh! the face. I can't believe it. They've finally done it. They have cut ties with their former manager. Paige is her name. Yep, okay. And they, well, it was very good. I loved the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, Paige really hasn't fit in with this group. No. At all. No. And then she disappeared because I think she was having neck surgery. Yes. Well, I, th- I think she was originally just supposed to be the mouthpiece of this group. Yeah. Until they realised they don't need to speak English. No, you just let them speak <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> just, uh, they, c- they can sound dominant. Without you not knowing what they're saying. Even if they do drop the casual F-bomb. Oh, yes, yes. Well, you don't know that. Many of the audience don't speak Japanese. Well, someone in the world does. They do, yes. I imagine there's uh, a lot of fans of Japan Mm. which uh, watch Monday Night Raw and thought, Oh, no. Oh, no. Sound like from Yorkshire, yeah. don't they? <laughs> the, the Yorkshire part of Japan. Yeah, the Yorkshire part of uh, Japan. Hey, oh, hey, oh, uh, that uh, car uh, is uh, in. Uh, just said a naughty word. 
What, what is going on here? I will write a letter. Oh, no. My children are actually watching this. Bloody hell. Apple and Bears. PG. PG. 30. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you didn't do a Japanese accent then, because that would have been a bit more offensive. Well, I mean, I can't really do one. Well, I'll try. No, I don't think I should. No. Would you like me to try? No. You sure? I'm sure. I, mm. I imagine it sound horrible. You don't even know how to do one. I You're do. lying. No, I can. Lies I here can do Reece. one, but I just don't know how offensive it would actually be. Like, be offensive. Go. Go. You've already you've already said you were going to do it. You've already offended many. You might as well just blurt it out right now. Go. Hello. No, right, right. <laughs> no, yes, that was definitely offensive. Let's carry on. <laughs> Oh, this this was very good don't opening. Knock the wire. I, I loved it. Oh yeah, this is really <laughs> <laughs> I'm very sorry. That was massively offensive. You, you, are, you have offended Betty <laughs> in the Asian community. We don't have any listeners there anyway, it's fine. But we might do. They may look back at the podcast oh, no. in, in in rewinds. I'm very sorry. Anyway, out comes Becky Lynch. Yeah, to the fan page, because they are Bezzy mates. Yes, yeah, they're former... PCB members. Remember PCB? Yeah, they were also known as the Submission Sorority until they found out that that was a pawn. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes. <laughs> so, um, Becky Lynch comes out, and this was actually a match that has been set up before uh, Becky Lynch and Carrie Sane. Carrie Sane was the one who pinned Becky Lynch in that tag match they had a few weeks back. She did, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, I like the match between these two. They're really good wrestlers. Yeah, they wrestle just... well. It wasn't a long match. Uh, tap out to the disarmer, but yeah, this this is quite obviously alluding to uh, a, a bit more of a feud between the Kabuki Warriors and the Becky Lynch saga. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's weird because the women haven't had anything to build up to. Yeah. Due to Croon Croon Azul. And Survivor Series around the corner. Yeah, but they can't start building to Survivor Series until Croon Azul was out of the way. Yes. So we've had the women in these weird positions, but they've done a good job of it, to be fair, because this was very uh, intriguing. I liked it a lot. Yes. But on last week's Raw, when there was no women. Oh, yeah, that was quite annoying. Yeah, and bad. Um... Let's move on, because that opening was very good. But next we have a match between Buddy Murphy and R-Truth. Oh, oh yeah. Which Bring is a back. weird combination. Yeah. Um, R-Truth giving a bit of an interview to uh, Charlie Caruso. Yeah, he's basically saying that he wants to win the 24-7 championship again. Yes, yes, yes. He is, uh, he's got some glasses. He's got a new prescription. Yep. And uh, he can definitely see what's around the corner. Good for him. Out comes Bunny Murphy. Yeah, I love Buddy Murphy. I think um, he's had a really good last few months, especially with stuff with Roman Reigns. Yeah. Uh, he had a match against Hedrick Alexander last week, was it? That was also really good. Yeah. Uh, this match here, not it, as great. No, but it, it was very fast, and it was interrupted by the 24-7 Championship, yeah. which follows our truth around like some Like kind a fly on shit. Oh, like a fly on shit. On cow cow shit. Cow, that's a big shit. Yes, yes, big big fat shit. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Truth, the Singh brothers come out, because they're the 24-7 champions at that time. Yes. Uh, they all run around the ring for a bit. Truth nearly gets counted out. He runs back in. There's the uh, jumping knee from Buddy Murphy, and Buddy Murphy picks up the win. He does. I mean, I'm glad Buddy Murphy's on TV. I hope it gets better than this. Well, they, they seem to want to use him. They just don't know how to use him. Hmm. They don't that he's not currently invested in anything. He's just appearing on TV. Yeah, but it's better than not being on TV. Well yes, yes. He's kind of like Elias. Well Elias is injured right now. No, you just eat your pot noodle right in the mic. Everyone yeah, will love that. Yeah, yummy. Yeah. Um well it's my lunch. Oh, well, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> As we broadcast the time we are Broadcasting this podcast. It's currently 17 minutes past three. Oh, wow. Well, they'll definitely find us now. Anyway, uh, yeah, so Buddy Murphy is just kind of. He, well, he's like 
previous Elias, where he just kind of appeared and not really did anything. Yeah, I miss Elias. He's injured, unfortunately. He's actually... Uh, where is he? Yeah, but Davy, isn't he? Yeah. He's having a great time. Maybe he's <laughs> forgotten all about you know already. Do you know, um, in Saudi Arabia, they don't like the Flintstones? But why? But Abu Dhabi do. Do they? Abu Dhabi do. Abu Dhabi do. That was awful. That well, we're moving on okay. straight away. That was disgusting. <laughs> it's uh, the Street Profits. They come out after their match uh, last week, the main event of Raw last week, uh, to talk about the big win that they had over the OC uh, crowd. Massively behind them here. They're very charismatic. Yeah. There's the "We Want the Smoke" chants. Uh, not much from this promo, but it was just good to see the crowd getting behind them. And yeah, they're yeah. Given time to talk and. Look like they are a mainstay of Raw at this point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, have been for some time now, even though they haven't really been on Raw. Yeah, it's so weird. There's never really been an NXT call-up like it, where it's just exclusively backstage segments for months, and now they're just on Raw. But it's worked really well. Yes. I think it's it's something you can only really do with someone like the Street street Profits, who are uh, naturally charismatic. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, you couldn't do it with the Viking Raiders. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's an interesting one, but I'm really, really happy that they've gotten over. Yeah. Especially that lovely Montez Ford. Oh, yes. Because you love him. Yes. You want him to have your babies. Well, I don't think he could. He hasn't got a womb. Yeah. And he's married. Is he? Yes, to Bianca Belair. Oh, yes, he is. Well... I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's move on. We've got a rematch from last week. It's Drew McIntyre versus... Drew McIntyre is... Oh, what the... Uh, that, that was a bit weird. Versus Ricochet. So that accent isn't offensive, but mine... Drew McIntyre right, so... just doesn't care about Ricochet. He's back on Raw. He does not care. This is building up to Team Hogan versus Team Flair. Yes. That's Croon Jewel. Um, yeah... I mean, this one was interesting. It ends in a DQ after a really good RKO from out of nowhere yes. from Randy Orton. After the RKO, he turns to the crowd and say, and says, I'm a heel, but you still love me. Yeah. I mean, this match was very much a blur apart from Randy Orton. Yeah. 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 But it's building up Crown Jewel. Building up to what? Crown Jewel. So uh, I think you just have a flick to the face. Oh, no, oh no, I don't think I do. From this point no. onwards, if you pronounce it incorrectly, it's a flick to the face. Okay. There we go. Moving on, we're going quick because we've got a lot to talk about. <sighs> Viking Raiders back to their old. Yeah, uh, they're facing ways. some local competitors. They're all dressed up in baseball outfits from the looks of things. You'll only get to see one. Was it the ref? No, I'll give you another chance. Was it Jerry the King Lawler? He wasn't even in the match. Was it Vic Joseph? He wasn't. You're confusing the commentary team with the competitors again. Was it the WWE Universe? Well, it wasn't a great match, so no. Was it the Viking Raiders? It was the Viking Raiders! Oh, wow, how did I guess? Well, it took you like four attempts. How did I guess? You sound a bit depressed. I do, because they shouldn't be going up against local competitors after they've been so long on Raw! Sorry. They are the, the tag team champions. Yes, I know. But they should be facing off against, like, they should be either cutting some uh, some brutal promos, you know, either backstage, beating someone up, you know, uh, just coming, just even a simple promo in front of the ring would have done for this. It would have made would have achieved so much better than what this does. We don't. I just don't care about this. <laughs> what is this? Not a fan, no? No, no, not at all. I've said I'm not a fan of local competitors multiple times being beaten up. I just don't care. It's just rubbish. <laughs> we'll move on then. <laughs> it's Andrade versus uh, Sin Cara, another rematch from... Last week, but this time, Sin Cara has a woman. She does. What's her name? Carolina. 
Well, that's exciting, yes. Yes? Yeah. Uh, so Andrade... it was a mixed, mixed tag. No, it was a one-on-one. Andrade still wins. What was the point, then? Um... Um... Well, last week, Andrade won because uh, Zelina Vega caused a distraction. So this week, Sin Cara has brought something to even the odds, and Andrade still wins. Oh. So, well, that's done deal, then. Well, yeah, we'll never see these two in ring again. They're done. Done. The Iconics now! Iconic! They face off against Natalia and Charlotte Flair. What an interesting oh. combination of people. Well, yes, because Charlotte Flair's face now, even though she hasn't changed her character whatsoever. No, correct. Um, and the crowd love her. Yep. And so does everyone else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this was an okay match, you know? Yeah, it's fine. Uh, Charlotte and Natalia pick up the win. Which was, oh, was terribly surprising. Yeah? Yeah. Oh. Well, why have, wouldn't they? Have the Iconics actually been seen since they lost the titles? No. Why have they not been jobbers now? Because they're great. Very sad. Only if they become jobbers. They might not be jobbers yet. They're not of jobbing level yet. No, they've just lost one match. Well, there is time. Well, if we're following the current trends, Natalia has teamed up with Charlotte Flair, which means that in a couple of weeks' time, um, they'll be feuding. Yes, yes. She goes, I thought you were my friend, Charlotte Flair! Because Charlotte Flair always takes all... everything. She just takes... Yeah, well, takes, takes. Natalia's only storyline is, you're my friend. Why? And now you're not. You turned on me, you bitch. You didn't, like... Heel, uh, Natalia? I didn't mind, actually. I thought it could have stuck around for a bit longer. You, you, you prefer as a heel? Well, she was heel a couple weeks ago when she turned up with Lacey Evans, wasn't she? No. Did Lacey Evans turn face? Yeah. No! Hang on, remind me, what was that match? It was a tag match. Against who? Boston Hug, wasn't it? Well, well if... Then they're the faces, then. Boston Hug Heel. Lacey Evans didn't face, though. I know. but <laughs> What a mess. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Lacey Evans is, is reconciled with Natalia. Um, no, they, had a, they had a great feud, yes. We'll talk more about them mm-hmm. later on. Oh, yes. Uh, we get a match now, which is a Falls County Bear match between Seth Rollins and Eric Rowan. This was very nice, actually. Yeah, this was just a little preview to what will come at Crown Jewel. Crown, oh, well, that's flicking the face. No, I didn't say against, all, against, though. Against, I didn't, against I didn't, I didn't say all! Oh! There we go. Didn't even say all you of You shot the... yourself in the foot there, didn't you? Didn't even say all the name. Well, it doesn't even matter. Rune Jewel is how it's pronounced. This is a preview to what will happen at Croon Jewel. Um, yeah, this was alright. It ends with Eric Rowan being trapped underneath a forklift truck, which I spoke to you about before this match actually, and I said that was how the Bray Wyatt match was going yeah, to you end. Thought, yeah, you thought Seth was going to do the same. To Bray. Well, you, I thought that you before think it was they like did a it here. Double way trickery. Yeah, but like before they even did it on Raw, I said to you, that's how he'll win. Mm. And that's how he beat Eric Rowan. I'm trying to think, well, maybe that's not how he's going to win. And he didn't win at all. No, no. He, well, we'll talk about we'll that in a bit. Yeah, but this was good. I mean, Eric Rowan's still in this uh, kind of big position. Uh, I haven't seen the uh, kickoff show for Kroon Jewel. No, But apparently he was quite. working, apparently. He, he was, yeah, he was quite a big part of that battle royal that yes. they had. So they still want him in a spotlight position, which is good. Well, he's the, he's the big boy of uh, Raw now, since Braun Strowman's on SmackDown. Oh, yeah. Good he's the big boy. Moving on, we get AJ Styles versus Humberto uh, Carrillo. Yeah, AJ Styles said he was, oh, he was very impressed. Very impressed with Seth Rollins, but if he really wanted to pick a real challenge, then he should have picked it against the right champion. The best champion on Raw. Yeah. AJ Distillery. Yes, that's what we call him. 
Alan James Distillery. Yeah. Yeah, so they do have a fight. They do. And I thought this was better than uh, Humberto's match with Seth. Yes, I thought as well. Uh, um, the, the end is Calf Crusher. Humberto taps out. Yeah. Uh, afterwards, there is, like, teasing of a handshake of respect, but AJ heals out on him. Yes. And attacks him again. Well, it was very much mirroring last week where Seth Rollins went, Good job. Congrats, you're well done. Congrats, you're well done. Nice for taking part. Yeah. Participation award. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, Humberto being put in this good position. Uh, the Street Profits run down and save him. We'll see more of Humberto and AJ in a little bit. Yes, we will. We'll talk about that there. It's main uh, event time. Uh, yeah. We've got this. I can't, I can't believe this was the main event, but it really is the only storyline that is on Raw at the current moment. You can tell that Raw was shit when we get through it in... Just over 20 minutes. That's really bad, yeah. We don't usually do that. It normally takes us about 40 to get through Raw. It's three hours, this show. Yeah. I mean, normally we talk about different things and all that. We go into what will this mean, but Raw this week was so much filler and so little killer. Well, I, I kind of think, really, this was the only killer. I like to start. With Asuka and Kyrie. Oh, yes. Pitty. Sorry. That was yes. good. That was really, really good. And then you might as right. well skip the whole of Raw up until the main event. Yeah, we get divorce court. Oh, yes. With yes, Rusev and Lana. Because Jerry the King Lawler is the right person for this storyline. <laughs> um, Jerry asks Lana, why is it that you have done this? Yes. And she says, it's because Rusev... Is a sex addict. Oh. And Rusev goes, well, can you blame me? Yeah, and the crowd all cheer him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lana was like, he wanted sex in the morning, sex in the evening, the crowd sex was in cheering the even more, more. Se- sex at WrestleMania, sex in the locker room, sex in the doctor's room, sex here and there and everywhere. And then the crowd are very much behind Rusev yeah, at this point. Yes, so they, yes. they're liking And then he said, and then she said, and he also cheated on me. And he goes, no, I didn't. And that was the end of that. And she goes, Bobby Lashley told me. He goes, Oh, boy, Bobby Lashley! Here at Mamma Mia! It's me, Italian Rusev! Oh, oh my God, you cannot believe the Bobby the, Lashley! The lies, the lies! He's lying to you! <laughs> Listen to me! Mamma Mia! You, what are you playing at? Oh, and then we get... Bobby Lashley is so shit! I'm very sorry. Yeah, Bobby Lashley comes out. There's a brawl. uh, There's a low blow. And Lana and Bobby Lashley kiss whilst Rusev is on the floor. Yes, yeah, it's very (laughs) bleak ending of Raw, that. Uh, Bleach Report did not like this. Stop! Uh Why do you do this every week? <laughs> well, it's just... They, they give everything a grade, right? Literally, we only take the highlights. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is how we, we, we review the show ourselves. It's basically, we just read the title and remember the things that happen. Yes, and uh, the grade they, they give a grade right at the bottom. And they've given this one an F, which I feel is harsh. I think, I think it was harsh <laughs> as well. I would have given it, like, a C. Yes, my headphones Because I, I did enjoy this. I got entertained. It's supposed to be sports entertainment. Yeah. You know, as Vince McMahon says. Yeah. I, I was entertained. Were you sports entertained? Uh, well, no. There wasn't much wrestling in the main event, so... And the thing is with this Bleacher Report article, now, we've, now we're speaking about it, they gave the start of the show with Kyrie Sane and Paige and that, they give that an A. Oh. Now, that was good. Was it an A? Uh... I mean... Uh, well, it's a. <laughs> it, it could be an A. You know. Let's move on now because we. But I do think they were harsh. Yeah. They're very harsh. I don't think that was an F. And we'll see at Croon Jewel. Croon Jewel. This story has actually worked really well. Oh, I've dropped oh, me, yeah, dropped oh, me band why on are the you floor. dropping your band for for uh, what would Elias do? Elias Hope you wash this. Some meeting me lunch. 
was covered in shit. It's okay. Yeah, we'll see it. Croon Jewel. Uh, uh, hang on. Croon Jewel. Oh, yes, yes. Good. Thank you. <laughs> During Team Hogan and Team Flair, the crowd very much wants to see Rusev and Lashley. Yes, yes. Because it's literally the only storyline that I'm wrong. Yeah, you make a good point. Let's go on to Croon Jewel then. Thursday night. Uh, we're doing something a little bit different here. Normally, we only, like glance over the pay-per-views but we're going to try going through the pay-per-view match by match and see how that works out on the podcast we have a lot to say yeah and if this works out well we shall do it in further podcasts but we will start the show with the with the pay-per-view yes and go that way but this just happens to be a pay-per-view in the middle of the week right uh we didn't watch the pre-show so we can't talk about that but humberto carrillo wins the battle royal yes he does i'm gonna move the mic one second awful noise which was something that we thought he was going to do last week, but we didn't predict. Neither of us predicted him to win, but we both said he'll probably win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he last eliminates uh, Eric Rowan. Let's get on to the main match, though. We kick off the show with the WWE Championship match. Uh, Brock Lesnar, the champion, defends against the debuting Kane Velasquez. This has been a hyped match for this show. Yes, it has. Um, the match starts. There's a little bit of back and forth. Uh, Kane manages to get a kick to the head of Brock. Brock goes down. Kane jumps on him. Brock gets the Kimura lock in. Kane instantly taps out. The match lasts 2 minutes and 10 seconds. After the match, Kane is entirely useless. And Rey Mysterio, with a broken arm, (laughs) fights off Brock Lesnar with a steel chair. And at the end of the hyped Kane Velasquez Brock Lesnar match, the person who comes away with the most momentum is, is Rey Mysterio. Mysterio. It's a, it's a bizarre situation. Like we were watching together, and we were in complete. We we it was bizarre. It was so strange. And uh, I I feel the only way the the only thing this is alluding to is a Rey Mysterio Brock Lesnar match. Yeah, and we'd get more hints of that at SmackDown. It looks like that's the the direction we're going in. Now, the rumour is that Kane is injured. That's but why he hasn't I, had a match. Injured from training or injured from, I don't know, UFC stuff? Wow. I don't know. But apparently they needed to have the match at Saudi Arabia because that's what the Prince wanted or whatever. Or yeah. That's where the money was. So they rushed it. It was... It was- it felt like a work shoot to me. Yeah, but Brock wouldn't beat Kane Velasquez. We know this. I know. Well, this is what we were saying on previous podcasts. It would look very weird because Brock Lesnar has lost to Kane Velasquez in a fight. An MMA fight. So it looked really strange if Brock Lesnar was to win. In two minutes. In two minutes. See, this has damaged Kane Velasquez now, though, because... He signed this long-term deal, whatever. When he comes back from this injury, who gives a fuck? Well, He's going to come back and they're going to go, Oh my God, it's Cain Velasquez! He was in the UFC! And everyone's going to go, Well, he lost, well, to, he Brock. lost to Brock in two minutes. Yes. And like, I'm not saying, oh, it's easy to beat Brock. But it's like, he's not a monster. No. He's a little bitch who tapped out. Yeah. It's the Kimura lock, which... You said last week. I brought up last week. It's my fault. (laughs) I reminded them that he had the Kimura lock. You said, well, he hasn't been using it. Uh, He's just a fi machine. Yes. And he went, oh, shit, I've got the Kimura. (laughs) Brock's listening to the IWO podcast. Goes, ah, the Kimura lock. I forgot. Yes. Better put that one on. See if that one works. They did. Um, In two minutes. And ten seconds. It's just strange. I didn't like it. No. Very uh, lacklustre. But we may get a Rey Mysterio. It, it does have a silver lining. Uh, we may actually see a, as we see maybe on Smackdown, um, this may actually be ending up as a Rey Mysterio Brock Lesnar feud. And I think those two would have an amazing match. Yes. Hopefully. Just the ultimate underdog versus the beast. Yeah. He's like, 
three times the size of Rey Mysterio. Brock will dominate the entire match, but Rey will have some of the best comebacks you've ever seen. Yes. And that's the oh, silver I want, to, I want to have seen it. That's the silver I'm surprised they haven't faced before. They might have done. Considering they are pretty a... much from around the same time period. And they were probably both on SmackDown. Rey Mysterio. Let's have a look. Have they ever faced off? Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Rey Mysterio on Raw 2019. What? No, no. Well, I I think that's what they think it's alluding to. Oh, is this a is this a video? Oh, October though. Is this 2K19? This is. No, it's not. It is, isn't it? Oh, boo! <laughs> boo! I, 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 to, I told you, I told you! Oh, that was shit. I keep talking, I'm, I'm just gonna get a. Where are you going? I'm just going to get a tissue. Oh. Oh. Okay then. Bye, James! That's it. Oh, you're back! Let's go! Oh. I'm, well, I'm, going on, I'm going on cagematch.net. Well, this is where everyone gets their facts. Yep. Uh, I've got to try stats. and. Okay. Um, I don't know how to use this. I'll just put Brock Lesnar versus Rey Mysterio. Brock, Rey. Here you go. Search. I, I did it wrong. Brock versus Rey Mysterio. Oh, I pressed the thing again. <laughs> this thing is very sensitive, apparently, as well. Right, there's lots of Brock Lesnar matches. Look, we've already gone back in time. Is that all the ones we have of Brock? Rob Van Dam, The Rock, Undertaker, Kurt Angle. Yeah, it doesn't look like they've ever fixed off. Maybe they have, maybe they haven't. Who cares? Oh, yeah, that match probably good. Right, we're moving on now, though, to the Kroon Jewel um, Tag Team World Cup. Yes, which we we knew it was going to be full of uh, shenanigans. Yeah. Of which it was. Well, you know, there's no cheating. Well, there's no cheating, but... Uh, it was a lot of fun, actually. Yes, I enjoyed we, this we both predicted different things for this. Yeah, we I got had very excited. the Viking Raiders. You had the OC. Yes. The final was the Viking Raiders versus the OC. Yes, and and you had already written me off before the match had started. Yes. You you saw the OC come out, and you were like, Yes. I won. Well, <laughs> when you see the OC come out... And then the last guys to come out are the undefeated tag team champions, the Viking Raiders. You go, well, I've won here. Let me just write down a little tally on my list here. I've already won. But uh, they would have been written off. It's it's just like they wouldn't have done anything with that trophy. They're no. just like, yeah, we, we, we run the, the crown jewel world. The what? The only crown jewel world. The crown jewel world cup. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. War. War. <laughs> no, Viking, Viking, Viking. Uh, yeah, the OC win. I was actually very happy that they won. I like I like them with the trophy. Yes, we'll they're going to be some cocky bastards. Yeah, and we see them later on with AJ with the trophy, and it looks very, very nice. It does. It does, very indeed. It does indeed. Yeah. Uh, up next, hometown boy Mansoor takes on Cesaro in a match that was actually surprisingly really quite good. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're going to have a singles match against anyone, and you're definitely going to win, you're going to want it against Cesaro. Yeah. Cesaro <laughs> did a really good job here, as did Mansoor. Let's not take that away from him. Yes. Uh, you had £100 on this match, yes. and you won £14.25. I did. Cashed that out yet? Yes, I have, yes. I uh, I, I uh, spent it on um, five lucky dips oh. on in the lottery. And how did you get on? I won three pound fifty. So, 
you, you went from a hundred pounds to fourteen pounds to three pounds. Well, no, I still have the hundred pounds. Yeah, I guess you do. I haven't lost that. I made a hundred and fifteen pounds from yes. from Kroonjugel. for a reason we'll talk about in a moment. Next, <laughs> actually, it's Tyson Fury and Braun Strowman. Oh yes, Tyson Fury, very much hyping up the crowd here. This match was shit. It was, yeah. It was like it was in slow motion. It was like. I said this while we were watching it. It was like uh, Tyson Fury's wrestling experience spans from the entire time he's known that this match is happening. Four weeks. About four weeks. Yeah, I think that is true. I mean, the entrance was very good. Yes. And then the the bell rang. And it was slow and janky. And Tyson Fury was just doing moves that anyone could say... He won't be able to do that. Like when he tried to slide across the canvas. And yeah. It was weird. But. On... I, don't, I don't think he really had any like boxing related moves in it. It was just kind of like a simple wrestling match. Yeah. It's like why wouldn't you mould this match around what you know he could do. And what would make sense for the character to do. Yeah. Why is Tyson Fury doing a big boot? I don't know. Well, anyway, a few weeks ago on this podcast, live on the podcast, I placed a bet for £20 yes. that Tyson Fury would win via knockout or countout. <laughs> and let me tell you, he gives a punch to Braun Strowman's head. He does. Braun Strowman goes down, he's on the outside, the big count of 10 comes, and oh my god, I won £90. Yes, you did. And although you've been very successful. In this endeavour. Yes. I think the one person that's been incredibly damaged from this is the person that is going to be staying in WWE. And that is Braun Strowman. Now he can come back from this. Yeah. Anyway, after the match, Braun does hit Tyson with a running power slam. Yeah, he does. And he didn't get pinned, he didn't submit, he got punched in the face by a heavyweight boxing champion. Yes. So... They've done their very best here because Tyson had to win. Yeah. There's no way around that. He had to win this match. So they've done their very best to have him win but have Braun still look good. Yeah. Of which they did. They did. They did a good job. Well done, Braun. Braun. And me for having £90. Yes. Well, congratulations. Thank you. I had another bet later on as well. Yeah, you did. You won even more money. We'll get there. God damn it. How was that £14 feeling? Oh, it was alright, actually. Oh. I had some fun with it. Lucky dip? Lucky dip. £3? Yes. What are you going to spend that on? Well, there's there's a quadruple rollover tonight oh. for the lottery. So, uh, you know, I may reinvest it into such a... Is there a ticket £5 for that? Uh, uh, five lucky dips is £10. Oh. Well, that's good. So, we should stop shaking hands. Oh, OK. Uh, anyway, it's AJ versus Humberto Carrillo now for the United States Championship. It's kind of a rematch from Raw with some new things chucked in here and there. Yeah. I mean, AJ wasn't going to lose this. No. After Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson had won the World Cup. Yeah, and they come out after the match and they're all standing there. They've got the trophy. They've got the title. They're looking good. They are. It's like the OC have been kind of on and off for the last few months. Yeah. Sometimes they're the most dominant tag team in the world. Sometimes they're just jobbers. No one really knows what it's going to be week to week. But that moment, I loved it they're on so top much. Of the world, man. I bought an OC t-shirt. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Because we are actually appearing at uh, Monday Night Raw and Friday Night Smackdown next week well not Raw next week not Raw next week the Smack- week after Smackdown next week and then the following Raw we'll be there and if you see us wearing the same clothes at both shows it's just because we didn't wash for three days or or it, or it was taped over three days over one day over one day one night because we are literally going to be watching Raw 
Well, mm-hmm. SmackDown first. Yep. Probably a bit of 205 Live in there. Yep. Main event. And Raw. So that is two hours, three hours, hour. four hours, seven hours? Yeah, it's going to be good. Good night. God, that's half a WrestleMania. <laughs> We're going to be knackered. <laughs> and then we have to drive home after. Yes, yes, we will. Go Which to... we can, you know, review of what we've done and then come back here on the podcast. The next day. Is it the next day? Yeah, because it's Friday. Oh, yes. We're going to die. We're going to do the podcast the very next day. Shit. But we can't give away any raw spoilers on the on the podcast. Or can we? Because we will know, and nobody else will. James, the spoilers get out pretty quickly on the internet. Everyone will know. What's, what's the internet? It's it's like, you know, um, you know, a neighborhood watch. Oh yes, yes, yes. Imagine that, but like for the world, and everyone just calls you gay. Well, it doesn't sound very pleasant. It really isn't. You really never been on the internet before. Oh no! My headphones have just exploded from when you laughed into the mic. Oh, I think you've killed our listeners. Oh, I do apologise. <laughs> Moving on, it's Lacey Evans facing off against Natalia. It's the first ever women's match to take place in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Um, th- there's lots of people getting bogged down in the fact that they were feuding or the fact that they had to wear full body suits and a t-shirt. Yeah. But I think, let's ignore that and look at the fact that... A f- it's a women's match in a Saudi Arabia. A year ago, Carmella got shown on an advert accidentally at a Saudi show, and the crowd booed, and now there was a standing ovation for a women's match. Yes. Progression! Progression. I mean, there's no way about it. Yes, it might have been a bit of a PR stunt by WWE, but this really is a, a great moment. This for... is very important. Yes. And... Uh, yeah, I'm very happy for for the for the women. And they put on a good match. It was yeah. a good match, and you could tell they were both very sorry. They were both very too, emotional, very emotional, very nervous. Yeah. Uh, even after the match, they were hugging each other and crying, and yeah. they were hugging the women around the ring, and it was so strange. But I was so happy to see the crowd getting behind it, yeah. and everyone on social media was behind it. It's a big move. Yes. And there is a few people going, oh, well, they had to do this, and oh, we need It's like, hey, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> shut up. We'll get there eventually. I did see one person on Twitter today oh. going, how come Natalia and Lacey Evans had to wear the full body suits and the t shirt, but Otis can wear his little pants and dance around? <laughs> I mean, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, I reckon one day we'll get there. Yes. But for now. For now, we've, this op- is we've great. opened the gates. Yeah. Well, we haven't. We haven't done anything. Yes, yes, good point. Well, actually, women... Was they, a, they've we're... opened the gates. Natalia and Lacey Evans have opened the gates for more women's matches in Saudi Arabia. Well, we're, we're um, members of the WWE Universe, so we really did help. We didn't do anything, though. No, we, we just didn't. complained. We're, yeah. we're smarks. We're... Dirty, m- dirty smarks. Uh, uh, dirty smarks. I'm pretty sure Bruce Pritchard doesn't like us. Uh, no, Bruce loves us. Does he? You sure? Paul Heyman really doesn't like us. Oh, no, he, he, Are you he sure? Me, oh. yeah. Triple H. No, oh, he's my dad. Vince. He doesn't like us. <laughs> he likes our ideas, though. He steals them. Oh, quite yes, often. all the time. Yeah. I, I think he's our number one fan. Yeah, listening from Saudi Arabia. Stuck on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> right, uh, next is Team Hogan versus Team Flair. Uh, this was a basic 10-man tag, but we really enjoyed it because this is what our predictions came down to. Yeah. I had Hogan, you had Flair. There was one particular RKO that nearly got us both. Oh, yes. But, yeah, Team Hogan picks up the win of a spear to Roman Reigns. This is a gr- good fun match. Yeah, I like it. And I think, as I... Um, I think... I... I there was something I'd said during the course of this match where I was wrong. What did you say? I said that this should really have been the main event. 
but in hindsight. <laughs> you disagree? Yeah, I disagree. <laughs> I'm also glad this wasn't an elimination match. Glue Survivor Series, like, a few weeks away. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, how... Uh, during Crown Jewel, we had a bit of an advert. During what? Uh, Crown Jewel. Bring me your face. Oh, it's going to hurt again. Move your hands. You have accepted this fate. No. Ah! Uh, during Crown Jewel, um, they had an advert for Sorry Series, they? Didn't did, they? and they have announced that it will not just be Raw versus SmackDown, but Raw versus SmackDown versus the- NXT. Which is huge. Amazing. It's mega. We've been waiting for this for years. It's going to happen. On the, I think it's the 24th? 24th of November. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, we'll talk more about that in a little bit. Because we've only got one more match left on Croon Jewel. Yes, it's the match we're all dreading because we we don't know. It was the match that wasn't going to end. Yeah, it's the Universal Championship match. The match cannot be stopped for any reason. The Fiend, I mean, The Fiend yes. versus Seth Rollins. Uh, the red lights are back, which I fucking hate. Oh, you love really, don't no, you? Yeah. Like this match, the crowd died. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know if they were a fan of Bray. I think they were a fan of Bray, but I think with what happened at Hell in a Cell, it kind of m- m- made it. Everyone was like, "Okay, we know what's going to happen here." Yeah, but they didn't. No, they did not. Seth hits a million curb stomps again, and. Kicks Bray off the stage into some pyro or yeah. something, and he goes to inspect Bray in the pyro. Another bit of pyro goes off and blinds Seth Rollins. He then gets attacked by the mandible claw and pinned. One, two, three. The new WWE Universal Champion, the Fiend. Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. We were shook, wouldn't we? We Very were surprised. We were like. Oh my god. He actually won. It, it, it felt like the. I mean, it wasn't a bad, as bad as this. But remember when um, we all thought Roman was going to win at WrestleMania? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like, what? <laughs> what? what? They've done this? <laughs> okay. Can they do this? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was happy to see Bray win. Yes, yes, very much, yes. I, was also... I, I felt it was the only. Good conclusion to this match. I was also looking forward to seeing the Miz TV with Bray, which didn't eventually happen. Oh, I guess yeah. we'll see that another time. Because we could have seen Firefly Bray in the ring. Yeah, um, but I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do with him now. Yes. Well, well, now at this point, you have a uh, the Universal Champion being a SmackDown. Superstar. Yeah. Uh, Bray and Brock both on SmackDown. Uh, Raw doesn't have a world title currently. No. Let's get into SmackDown. Because before SmackDown started, there was all rumours going around that did get confirmed that the planes from Saudi Arabia to Buffalo, New York had been delayed or grounded. There was a lot of superstars stuck in Saudi Arabia who couldn't make it. Uh, back home, uh, Brock Lesnar could make it back because he had his own private jet yes, that he has left. Fucking Brock Lesnar, isn't he? Yeah, and we go to SmackDown now, and it does open up with the WWE Champion Brock Lesnar. Uh, him and Heyman are in the ring. They are pissed off. Oh yes, with Rey Mysterio because he attacked Brock with a chair after the Cain Velasquez match. Uh, Bro- Brock has demanded a match with Rey Mysterio, but Vince has said no. Because Ray because... is exclusive to Raw, yeah. and Brock is exclusive to SmackDown, which is correct. Yeah. Yes. So even though Ray has appeared in the last few SmackDowns as Cain Velasquez's manager, let's yeah. ignore that. Yeah, let's ignore that. But Paul Heyman says, "All right, then we quit SmackDown Live, and we're taking the WWE Championship." Smack <laughs> Final Night SmackDown. Final Night SmackDown, live in nature. Not in name. Very nice. There we go. They Carry on. quit <laughs> Friday Night Smackdown. They're taking the WWE Championship with them and they're going to be on Monday Night Raw. Wow. So I think this is, is the... how they get around 
having two world championships. Brock is going to Raw. Brock's going to Raw. Well, it makes sense. Yeah. Don't mind Brock being on Raw. But now we do have uh, the exact same champions from the male point of view that we had before WrestleMania with Brock and AJ. Oh, yes. We do. Oh. <laughs> oh, well. I'm not too fussed. I, li- I like him. Um, yeah, so I look forward to Raw to see what happens between the two of them. And yeah. I, I can see people moaning about this, probably. I haven't actually checked if they are, but I think it makes sense because... Well, you can't have two world champions on SmackDown. No, and none on Raw. <laughs> just doesn't make sense. No, I, I, I mean, I think USA would uh, have something to say about that. They wouldn't yeah. be very happy, would they? No, no. <laughs> right. Uh, let's go. Next is a match. It's for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Yes, this was advertised beforehand. Yeah, they've been teasing this one for a while now because Nikki Cross won the number one contenderships a couple of weeks back. Yeah. Uh, they, I don't know if they moved this this week because people were missing or what, but it is uh, Bailey versus Nikki Cross. Uh, the match itself was all right. I thought Nikki Cross had some really good spots in there. Yeah. I love the bit when she gets Bailey trapped in the, the ring apron. I yeah. love it every time she does that. I think it's fantastic. Uh, but Bailey does hit the uh, Bailey to Belly to pick up the win. Afterwards, though, we see someone come for the crowd. Yes, we do. They attack Sushi Bunks. Sushi Bunks they is get on in the, the floor. Ring. They attack Bailey. They pick up their own championship because it's the NXT Women's Champion Shayna Baszler. Yes, yes, it is. Ladies and gentlemen, NXT are taking over. They're invading SmackDown. We see, just before this, Brock Lesnar's walking through the backstage area and he's walking back to his car. The camera pans round and we see Triple H and Shawn Michaels and we think, something's up. But it gets confirmed here because Shayna Baszler, she's there, James. I'm shook. Are you? Yes. Can't believe it. It's happening. Finally happening. It's finally happening. The NXT invasion is is happening. Well, it's going to be happening right now. Oh, I love it. It's beautiful. I love this. Yeah, very much. I love Shayna Baszler. She's been champion for a while. Yeah, and she's really good. Yeah. I think if you look at all the women's divisions, NXT has the best women's division. Yeah, it does. We'll see two more of them later on. That are two of my favourites in the world, but Shayna Baszler. I think she. If the match is going to be Becky versus Shayna versus Bailey, I think Shayna might win. Well, yeah. I mean, Adam Cole's not going to beat Brock or the Fiend, so I. Can't. <laughs> Adam Cole's very much in a shit situation currently. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's keep on going though, because we see backstage Sami Zayn is cutting a promo. He's running his mouth. He it's is on. running his mouth. You're making a right mess. Oh, I'm sorry, I do apologize. You're throwing your pot noodle I was everywhere. So I finished it. Why did you do a massive swing like that? I don't oh, understand. Well, I'm just getting excited. Oh, well, getting for, the, for the fact that Sammy Zane's running his mouth. He's running his mouth. He's saying that uh, lots of guys are trapped, but don't worry, Sammy Zane is here. Oh yes. That's when he gets his interview interrupted by Matt Riddle. And Keith Lee. Because he is limitless. Bro. Bro. You know, bro. You know, bro. 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 Anyway, Matt Rill. <laughs> they, they chase Sami Zayn to the ring where they hit him with the uh, Bro Derek. Is that it? It's the Bro Derek, yes. And then uh, Keith Lee hits an amazing moonsault. Yeah. There wasn't much here, but it was fucking awesome. Yeah, it's, it's the invasion. They're taking over! NXT. The crowd is chanting NXT. War Games! It's War Games! It's just an awesome moment. And 
I'm excited. Yeah, we also have uh, Pat McAfee on the commentary team. We had Aiden English for one match, but then he fucked off. Yes. Uh, Pat McAfee's there. Love Pat McAfee. Did an amazing job on commentary. Yes, he Well did. done, Pat. You're the man. Uh, we have Miz TV next. Miz say... Miz says, sorry, Miz that say. he was going to interview himself because Bray Wyatt was going to be the interviewee, but he's stuck in Saudi Arabia. Well, that makes sense. So the, the Miz. Miz will interview himself. Yeah. But, he must see. But then... Beep, 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 beep. No one will survive. Tommaso Champa. What a man! Walks out, strolls out after the Miz. He's just bigging himself up. Yeah. Because he's the Miz. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa kind of cuts the Miz down saying that he's a shitty actor and he's a reality star and he doesn't deserve to tie up his boots yeah. Miz comes back with a good comeback saying look you're saying the same things everyone else has been saying to me the last 15 years yes. but I'm the Miz and I'm the best so go fuck yourself Tommaso Ciampa oh, how about oh, you have a wrestling oh, match right now and they do they it's do. the Miz versus it. Tommaso Ciampa I didn't even know these guys existed in the same universe <laughs> but they have it's, a match well, and it, it's, quite obviously they do it's the <laughs> It's the WWE. It was uh, it was really good. Universe. James, the match was really good. Tommaso Ciampa picks up the win with a fairy tale ending. But oh my god, the Miz and Tommaso Ciampa had a good oh, chemistry here. They did. Yes, there oh. was some really great mid falls during oh this. Oh my god, because with NXT guys, they normally come up and they lose to the established guys. Yeah, not anymore. No, Tommaso well, Ciampa wins. He does. I'm I. And it's, I know we haven't finished talking about SmackDown, but um, I think this is possibly the great sh- greatest showing of anything NXT on the main roster ever. Yeah. Because usually you, you bring them up, and as you say, it's just like, it's, ki- it's kind of like manufactured. Mm. Too manufactured. Mm. And also, you know when it's Raw versus SmackDown, it's kind of like, yeah, cool, whatever. When it's versus NXT, this felt real. This felt like these are different guys. These have something to prove. Yeah. It's going to be interesting when they go, like the Street Profits. They'll be representing Raw. Yes. But they've been on NXT for such a long time. I know. That'll be an interesting thing there. Say someone like EC3. He's not going to go, yeah, Raw. EC3? Who's that? Oh, good point. Let's keep on moving, though, for this amazing episode of SmackDown. We have uh, Fire and Desire in the ring. They're going to face off against Carmella and Dana Brooke. Yes. Then Bianca Belair is backstage, and she turns what? into the biggest heel in the business. Because she attacks everyone's favourite no! Dana Brooke. Oh, Dana, why? I know, James, I feel the same way. And then Bianca Bella just tosses Carmella over the fucking barrier. (laughs) It was fantastic. So we go, who is going to face Fire and Desire? And someone pulled their hands into my wildest dreams (laughs) and pulled out the two great women, Rhea Ripley and Tegan Knox. Yes, they did spell her name wrong. I don't care! (laughs) Rhea Ripley and Tegan Knox are a team now, apparently. Oh my god! You see, with this NXT Well, Rhea Ripley's face, isn't she? Yeah, and she's amazing. This is just... We get to pull out our NXT boners every week now... (laughs) And give him a good old stroke. You know, you never know. We might, we might see a few. Oh, there. we've got to, we've got to keep this going because this NXT invasion is fucking incredible. <laughs> so Rhea Ripley and Tegan Knox take on Fire and Desire, and they fucking kill them. Yes, they just end their goddamn <laughs> lives. <laughs> They're done. There's just like no offense at all. Tegan Knox locks in the like inverted um what's it called? Shit. What's it called? That's a mission move. Mm-hmm. What was the mission move called? I can't remember. Cloverleaf? Texas Cloverleaf. Yeah, oh yes. Inverted Texas Cloverleaf and uh they just tap out straight away. It's incredible. Did you notice that when Tegan Knox threw uh 
uh, uh, well, it was Sonya Deville yeah. over the the announce table. Kick Renee in the face. <laughs> Kick Renee in the face. <laughs> Tom Phillips was completely taken out. Yeah. <laughs> Pat McAfee was fine. No, he got out of the way. Yeah. He's also... an NXT guy, really. Yeah, and Tegan Knox had a lovely Welsh flag badge on. Yes, she did. And they noticed she was also beautiful. Did you notice that? Uh, well, yes, yes. Many, many... Did you notice that yes. uh, Rhea Ripley was also beautiful? Oh, yes, 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 I did, yes. Oh, God. Well, you, you would have killed me otherwise. <laughs> it is the main event! Yes. It's... And this was set up a little bit earlier. Yeah, we have Daniel Bryan backstage. He gets in the face of Triple H and he says, Look, I want to fight. And I want to fight you. Yeah. And Triple H goes, Well, I haven't got my gear. But I know someone <laughs> who does. And Shawn Michaels takes his jacket off. And he goes, Oh, sorry, it's a bit chilly. It's like cold in here. <laughs> Triple H goes, Put your coat back on, man. Put your coat back on. And then he goes, The person who is ready to fight. Is the NXT champion, Adam Cole, baby. And he is ready. And Daniel Bryan goes, well then, let's do this properly. Let's put the NXT title on the line. Yes. Main event of Friday Night Smackdown, Daniel Bryan versus Adam Cole for the NXT title. This episode of Smackdown is when your universe mode goes a little bit mental. <laughs> <laughs> And let me tell you, this match was, was mental. It was awesome. So good. I watched this going, Daniel Bryan's going to become an NXT champion. Daniel Bryan's going to become an NXT well, champion. multiple times, right? But I, I thought he was going to. And it was like, normally with an Adam Cole match, if he's going to win, it's like bullshit free Undisputed Era. Yeah. But no. No, there's no Undisputed Era. There, there was, was a bit a... of Roddy Strong. But he was just, uh, he didn't get in, he didn't interfere at all. No. He was just there. Yeah. There was multiple yes locks, the bell locks that I thought were going to be it. There was teasing of the running knee. But in the end, there's a super kick. There is a Panama Sunrise. There is a last shot. There is a one, a two, a three. Adam Cole beats Daniel Bryan. Yes. And after the match, Triple H gets in the ring. They're joined by the entire NXT roster. He says, you want to start a war? We've just shot the first shot. Just fired the first shot. We just fired the first (laughs) shot. And we are NXT. Because that's how Triple H says it. War Games! War Games! No, that's William Regal. Also, if you want to go back and watch this, here's a little... Thing to look out for. Tommaso Ciampa is in the ring yeah. when this is happening. And during Triple H's entire promo, Tommaso Ciampa only looks at one person Adam Cole. For the entire thing, Tommaso Ciampa stares directly <laughs> at Adam Cole and that NXT Championship oh. for the entire thing. Well, it's going to be fun, isn't it? You know, you know, we we are used to. A certain mix-up, certain title changes in the Survivor Series build-up. You know, we saw AJ lose it to Daniel Bryan last year. Saw Jinder lose to AJ. Yeah. I don't see the Fiend losing. I don't see Brock wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> we, well, we predicted when we were watching the show that we think we might have Shinsuke lose to Bryan. Yeah. So we have AJ versus Bryan versus Roddy Strong. Yeah, which would be a great match. Do you think I? I don't. I think I don't know because Adam Cole's had this big win now. Would they want to take the title off him now? Well, I don't know. We still have a few NXTs to go. I think at least one title will change in the build to this. Yes. So as we stand right now, we have all the title holders face off against each other. We all have Brock versus the Fiend versus Adam Cole, which is strange, very strange. <laughs> we all have AJ versus Shinsuke versus Roddy Strong. We'll yep. have Becky versus Bailey versus Shayna Baszler. Yes. And we'll have the Viking uh, Raiders yep. versus the Revival versus the Undisputed Era. Yes, we will. That's some good. And we'll have, well, hopefully, we'll start the elimination match. Yeah. And we don't know how it's going to work. <laughs> well, you just think of like a Raw team would be Seth, Drew. Ricochet, Randy Orton. Yeah. Who else on Raw? Who else Rusev. On? Rusev. Then a SmackDown team would be Roman, 
Corbin. Uh, Brian, if he hasn't got a title. Yeah. Shorty G. Ali. Ali, very good. And NXT could be Dream, Pete Dunne, Matt Riddle, Keith Lee, and one more. Johnny Gargano. Oh, yes, because he's not doing much at the moment. No. So, yeah, that could be great. And then we could have the women's matches as well. Women final five on five. Fifteen person tag. Okay. Oh, yummy. So well, I I kind of think they'll they may bring it down to three. Three teams mm, of three. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Whichever way it goes, this Survivor Series is cheering up to be one of the best of all time. Yes. Like when I was just listening off those, then I thought, oh, a tag match will be all right, but it'll be the Viking Raiders versus the Revival versus the Undisputed Era. Yes. That'll all, be amazing. All, all very good teams. <laughs> and all NXT teams. Yes, all all NXT Illuminati. Yeah. So, Survivor Series is going to be incredible. And the build to Survivor Series is going to be incredible. We've had a few bad weeks. But I think... It's shaping up to be... We're going to have some nice of the time. best weeks of the year coming up. Yeah. And, and we're, we're going to be at them. We're going to be at one of them. Well, two of them. Two shows. Two shows. I can't wait. So, come back next week. We'll talk all things Raw and the Smackdown that we're going to be at. Yes. Remember you're a Womble. Follow us on Twitter, at IWO Podcast. Remember you're a Womble again. And until next time, goodbye. Oh, oh we haven't done Wrestle of the Week. We haven't done Wrestle of the Week. Oh, shit. What I am can't. I doing? What, what am doing? I doing? You've just destroyed oh, the Womble. I can't believe it's oh. amazing. I got to say, remember you're a Womble again. Yeah. Right, James, which was better, Raw or Smackdown? Well, it's quite obviously Smackdown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Raw had one storyline this week. Yeah. And that was the Bobby Lashley. Well, Smackdown had one storyline as well. Well, yes, but that's not over its own fault. And also you had two awesome matches in there yeah. with NXT appearances mm-hmm. uh, on top of that. Right. And, um, James, who... Is Wrestle of the Week taken into Raw, SmackDown, and Croon Jewel? Well, there's a. I'm, I'm, I'm going to bet in the rules a little bit. Oh, shit. Because I really think that this week should go to Natalia and Lacey Evans. Oh, uh-huh, okay. For some very good reasons. Yes, yes. Yes. Uh, obvious reasons. Yes, yes. So there we go. Well, you didn't go Wrestle of the Week a couple weeks ago, so this at least makes up for it. Oh, yeah, there, there we go. So there you go. Natalia and Lacey Evans are the wrestlers of the week. Um, now we're properly ending the podcast, so once again, follow yeah. us on Twitter, at IWO Podcast. Remember, you're a womble. Oh, ta-ta. Goodbye. <laughs>